thank you for tuning in to Dump Kids Playing Hero, a Standing Stones actual play production focused on communal world building and having fun with friends. Today, as always, we'll be playing Idiot Teenagers with a Death Wish, a hack of Blades in the Dark by John Harper, in which you play shapeshifters fighting a guerrilla war against a parasitic invasion. Playing with me today, we have August playing Adrian. Hello, I'm August. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. Uh, you could theoretically find me on Tumblr, but that's a challenge for you. Um, <laughs> I also hail from a couple of other podcasts that I'm too tired to plug right now, and my pronouns are they, them. Mac playing Ariel. I don't know who Mac is. <laughs> Um, don't, please don't try to find me on the internet. I'm currently in hiding. Um, but you can find the podcasting guild that we are a part of, that the other podcasts that August was too tired to plug are a part of at stones underscore standing on Twitter. I don't feel bad about giving you that information. Jade playing Kel. That's me. The, uh, supposedly intelligent organism known as Jade. You can find me on Twitter at jadeoxfordrose. I use they, them pronouns. And throughout the summer, until the end of August, uh, I am part of a Pathfinder mini-campaign, Sagas of the Sunless Reach, The Riddle of Rule. And uh, if you're listening to this sometime after the end of August, head over to the uh, Standing Stones YouTube channel and you can get caught up and see our wacky adventures and maybe more than one near TPK. We'll see how that goes. Richard playing Benny. Hi, I'm Richard. You can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure, and my pronouns are he, him. And Brian playing Dante. Hi, it's me. It's Brian. Um, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on the internet at RoomwarePod. And be sure to check out our Discord. The link is in the description of this episode. We have a great community over there. We would love for you to join us sometime. The, men the mental dissonance <laughs> of you doing that kind of voice is just—it's just interesting because back to loom. That's that's his his editor's note voice. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not—it's how I talk when I don't project. Like, <laughs> interesting. I think I prefer you projecting. All right. Well, hello everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm Danielle. I use she or they pronouns, and you can find me on the internet at redtailtalk90 and the games that I write, including this one, at redtailtalk90.itch.io. Uh, if you would like to own the, uh, I can't think of a good adjective. If you would like to own Frog Fry on anything. Throwback uh, to Frog Fry. Throwback to Frog Fry. Frog Fry still remains my favorite. It is near and dear to my heart. Um, if you would like to own Frog Fry on a piece of merchandise, you should check out our good friend Izzy's merch store on Redbubble. That's Psychic Studios on Redbubble. Um, or you can just search for Dumb Kids Playing Hero. It shows up pretty near the top of the list. Um, uh, but yeah, go support Seer work. Uh, she does amazing stuff. Um, and it's all very quality. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, anti-Semitism, violence against children, sexual assault, domestic violence, or intimate partner violence, emotional abuse, self-harm, suffocation, drowning, and claustrophobia. 
our veils, which are things we're okay with including but won't leave the camera on, our steamy situations, terminal illness, pandemics, and depression. Content warnings for this game include mind control, descriptions of bodily harm, body horror, substance use slash abuse, including alcohol and stimulants, and violence against people who are in the bodies of animals, um, and potentially in the next couple of sessions, discussion of genocide. We'll see. Uh, so last time. Everything went according to plan. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, the plan was to get in and get out alive, so... Yep. Uh, uh, we, we went back to the Canadian base, fucked some shit up, uh, almost got killed... But we escaped and we have a baby now, so we can have a bunch of other fanfic tropes. <laughs> a hawk bajir baby to, to specify. We have uh, bestowed parenthood upon our good gay hawk bajir dads. Well, I mean, they already had parenthood, but now they have hawk bajir parenthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> literal, like, child rearing as opposed to being the unwitting parental figures of a group of clear children that need help. Yes. <laughs> Yes, good. Um, so, you infiltrated the base in Quebec, and uh, it was a hairy situation. Uh, Visser 1 was there, um, but you all did manage to get out. Uh, Ariel picked up another trauma. Uh, a we few also people have an on with us now. You do have an Arn with you now. Oh yeah, uh, sexy Mothman. Sexy Mothman. Mothman. Yes. Um, I have to show y'all a big moth. Actually, hold on a second. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sexy Mothman. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. The uh, Jade, uh, not Jade. Um, Kel. I really hope not me. <laughs> not you. Uh, Kel uh, is aware that. The Arn, uh, which I don't think you necessarily know its species yet, um, as of this second where we're leaving the facility. Um, the Arn uh, is the creature that was that had the weird clicky voice that Kel listened to on the recording that seemed extremely dismissive of the Yerks. Um... They also over, well, they were also present while Visser One was basically threatening it. Like you may, we not, may, we may not be able to infest you, but I can still make your life really miserable. Um, so you know it's not got a yerk in its head, but that's kind of about all you know about it. Uh, once you get onto your ship and you start heading back and you pick up your other bug fighter on the way. You stole a Yerk transport ship. So that's fun. Um, you uh, two things happen. Uh -oh. First thing that happens no, they're, they're mostly good things. Um, the first thing that happens uh, is the uh our, Hork, our favorite Hork-Bajir dads, Jet and Gra, um, take over care of the baby Hork-Bajir. Um, 
and give her a name. Um, the other thing that happens is that the uh, our favorite Hork-Bajir dads meet this Arn that you have saved and are extremely fucking rude to it. Like, <laughs> they do not like this thing. <clears throat> um, uh, but they tolerate its presence. They don't seem like necessarily super duper alarmed by its presence um, or like it's inherently dangerous just that there's some kind of history there mm. fuck this guy fuck this one yeah. guy in particular yeah fuck this one guy in particular so <laughs> Listen, I've got some fan fiction they'll come around on Ma- Mothman <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Um, uh, so you all make it back relatively safely to uh, Boston and where the, the, the shoal where you park your bug fighters and now a transport ship. Um, uh, and it is downtime now. We did pay off last time. You leveled up. Uh, and took the special ability Forged in Fire, which gives you an additional dice to all resistance rolls. Um, I rolled on the entanglement table, and you have uh, two options, which are really kind of the same option, because uh, I have to roll twice because of one of your special abilities, and both times I rolled a four. Um which occupies the same exact location on the entanglement chart. Uh, your choice is either friends like these, a new faction appears upon the scene, or grounded. Your friends and family are fed up with your behavior recently, figure out a way to make up for it, or spend two rep to redouble your efforts and restore their confidence in you. Can I get the first uh, one one more time? A new faction appears on the scene. I'm inclined to say that one. Yeah, one, same. Because also I played in a game recently and, you know, uh, and two, none of us really have We've done much in the before. way of, yeah. But also none of us currently have really much in the way of outside people. Mm-hmm. Like some of us do, but it's not enough to feel like the eye effect affects everybody. In a way that's narratively interesting. And as Brian says, we have done Grounded before. Yeah. I, so I, would, I feel like Friends Like These is makes the most narrative sense. Okay. Richard, do you have a preference? Oh, let's definitely do <laughs> Friends Like These. <laughs> you don't want me to pick on Benny again? <laughs> uh, Benny oh, will choose an option. Benny ahead, would Richard. not choose either of those two options available under Grounded. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, um, I will put that in my toolkit, and you'll see the results of that later. Uh, in the meantime, what do you do when you get back to the boat right after? This is like a full, like, is it eight or 12 hours to get back down from Quebec? I can't remember. Oh. Is, I, I want to say it was, was eight, like... Wasn't it eight? 
There yeah. is no way this big ship is faster than the, or as fast as the bug fighter. Fat point. Yeah, it's probably a little slower. Um, it's normally eight. I would not be surprised if it was like ten or twelve hours. Yeah. All right. And what time of day is it when we get back? Um, I don't know. Uh, what time of day did you do your attack? I mean, it's like above the Arctic Circle in January, so who could say? Yeah, I feel like I feel like we probably would have at least tried to time our approach to where we usually park uh, to be in the evening, just to make sure that we minimize no eyes on us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So we're getting back at what, like, pretty early in the morning, maybe after like the fishing boats have gone out from the harbor. Mm. So it's like what eight a.m., nine a.m. when we get back. Sounds good. Works for me. Where are we where are we parking this big fucking thing? <laughs> I'm assuming is it we because it's cloaked. Is it just being parked up next to where um, our boat currently is, uh, like the shoal? As uh, Danielle was saying, I I assumed you were parking it with your boat fighters. Yes, right on that that weird little island out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, okay. Boston has a few of them. Uh, yeah. So, we haven't bought one of the big ones yet. <laughs> Give it time. We have. That we definitely have, will not draw attention. We have CEO money. It's fine. It's just a, a tax tax dodge investment. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can buy things and. If, yeah, I probably can. <laughs> <laughs> a long term project, perhaps. <sighs> God. Uh, so, you all you all truck back onto the boat mm-hmm. to go back to harbor, presumably. Assume we have r- repaired our injuries in the meantime. Would have had to on the boat yeah. back on the dry on the flight back. Wow, just fucking uh, words hard. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep the thing that Danielle wrote out of my head, even though as the GM, it's basic. It is canon because yeah. Danielle wrote it. So. I mean, one of the say, first. Oh, sorry, go on, Nate. Go on, August, please. Well, I was just thinking one of the first things we probably ought to do is just like double check on our prisoners. Mm-hmm. Plural. Yeah, there's Doctor Dave, and then mm-hmm. there's the uh, yuck that's just chilling. In the fishbowl, you know, oh. is not feel necessarily like- long for this world, but you know, we do want to make sure that it hasn't had a chance to cause any other trouble. And now we have this new guy with us, also. Yes, I feel like Adrian probably would have asked what the new kid's name is. Uh, the Arn or the baby Horkbajir? The well, I mean, I feel like both. <laughs> but like, but like, wouldn't Jet and Gra volunteer the baby's in, uh, name once they gave it to her? Yes, uh, they name her Kala. Aww. Um, I'm gonna write her down in the crew sheet so we don't forget. <laughs> Welcome to the war, kiddo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brian! I know I'm sad. 
I don't feel that's going to happen enough today. <laughs> okay, I think we drag onto the boat. Dante's like half dragging a, a, a dragon beam with him, like behind behind the Mothman. Uh, <laughs> I can't keep forgetting his name. That's why I keep calling him the Mothman. What's his name? We haven't asked his name yet. Oh, yeah, it's it. It's an Arn. Oh, okay. Wait, what pronouns? I have to feel like in over the course of 12 hours, we had to have asked this person's name. Yeah. Uh, we're going to use he, him pronouns okay. for this Arn. Uh, and his name is... <laughs> <laughs> Jim. Jim no. the Mothman. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Quaffigenivon. 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 Okay, yep. you know what? I'm going to let you put that in our creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like quaff a gin and some other noise so I'm just going to now have that association which is good so I think Dante uh, bags under his eyes from vaguely having hypothermia earlier today uh, mm-hmm. it's just like walking behind the moth bed like low key just like dragging a like just like limply a dragon beam hanging from his hand and he's just like we're all very tired and I can trust you not to cause any sort of problems, right? Because I'll just fucking shoot you, man. Like, I'm not trying to be mean here, but I ain't got time today. Uh, I think the the Arn looks from the heated staring contest it's been having with the <laughs> hork uh, to you um, mm-hmm. and says in its weird clicky voice, uh... I do not have any intention of causing you any trouble. Good. Also, keep your eyes. Is he lying? What? Is he lying? He does not currently have any intentions of harming you or doing anything weird. Yeah. I think Dante like looks him dead in the eyes. Like after he like after he looks back from Jet and Gras and is like, and you gonna keep your eyes to yourself? Stop. Stop mean mugging my friends. I. Uh, I think I think he opens his like weird little tooth beak for a second as if he's gonna say something, and then just closes it and kind of like nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in our house. Be respectful. I think Dante like drags off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. I think. In the wake of Dante, Adrian is like, well, you're probably going to be here a while, so what do you eat? <laughs> uh, God, what a good fucking question. Um, I mean, we can just make bullshit up if it isn't in the source yeah. material. Yeah, I think they're probably herbivorous. Um or maybe omnivores and they eat insects as well, but they, they can survive well enough on plants. Yeah. Um, with with just, the beak, I would just, think that, you know, I, maybe insects and small mammals. 
Yeah. I eat primarily sweaters, says the <laughs> <long> man. <laughs> My knitter's soul hurts. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, yeah, but but he'll tell you that uh, traditionally he eats like uh, fruit, veg, uh, insects, small animals. Um, What's he been eating since being at the base? Because uh, I imagine, like, small mammals and insects aren't exactly plentiful. No, but some... meat is, I imagine. Mm, yeah. Like, they've got to feed all the humans that are there, too. Mm-hmm. Protein slurry. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, he would have a point of reference for human food that he could tell us that he can eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably fed him some kind of space MRE. Ugh. Um Nice. But, uh... Sorry, I'm, I've realized I'm the only person here who watches Steve 1989, aren't I? Yes. He eats MREs well, on YouTube. Th- I've, I've seen the one, and that was enough. <laughs> His videos aren't just that one video. He's a very calming guy. He's, he's very nice, he seems like. I mean, that that's fine. It's just, like, watching him dig into that one very spoiled canned thing was uh, a lot. Yeah, it is pretty wild he hasn't gotten botulism. Yeah. Um, but if you point <laughs> out like, like if you ho- if you go to the fridge and like, okay, so what of this can you eat? Uh, uh, he'll point out like a variety of different like colorful vegetables and stuff and say that that's fine. Okay. Cool. What are uh, Benny and Kel doing as they arrive back? And Ariel. What uh, trauma did Ariel take? Oh, good question. Um, hold on, I have to remember the exact the exact wording of it. Uh, inattentive. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I already took haunted. That was the problem. <laughs> For the listeners at home, what does an attentive do? Because I forgot to open my book and I'm curious. I haven't opened the book either. Inattentive. Um, I've got it in front of me if you, you want me to read it. Thank you. Please. Uh, you have trouble concentrating on the moment at hand and may be forgetful. Yeah. Exactly the thing you want when you have to do like life or death missions or, you know, keep track of two hours. You know, mm. you know. Small things. Yeah. Uh, and for the audience at home, that is, in fact, Ariel's third trauma. Third? Yes, third. Um, it's the third one! Of four. So, you know, just Ariel things. Just Ariel <laughs> things. This is uh, not a fun hashtag. <laughs> Uh, so what are Ariel and Kel and Benny doing, uh, as you get back? <clears throat> what a good question. 
Important question. Do we take the boat into harbour? Or are we intending to take the boat into harbour? Or do we not moor it in the harbour at the moment? We keep it out of there. I can't remember. We still generally keep it in the harbour, but we changed harbours. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, Ariel will shoulder past every single person in the kitchen and just go the fuck to sleep. Oh, she's just grabbing a bunk somewhere on the boat. Good night, fuckos. <laughs> she say good night, fuckos. No, no. <laughs> I have to check. Sometimes the she can be very deadpan. No, she she can be very deadpan. That's me, a hundred percent me. But I think Benny is going to push for the idea of we not go back to harbor yet. No, not till we sort out a few things. I'm assuming we did our usual uh, disabling whatever tracking stuff. We oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. just, yeah. Benny is going to show Quaffa Genovan to his room, i.e. the third cell. <laughs> we have a third freezer? <laughs> yeah, we have three freezers. Or is this just a closet so now? so many freezers. Are we just, I also... If you, look, remind- if, if you look at the ship sheet, there's three freezers. <laughs> I also want to remind everybody of the visual of a goldfish bowl with a yerk in it on a stool in a freezer. <laughs> because it, it's just so ludicrous and it's great. Yep. Okay. Um, Kel is going to... Uh, set up with the um, police scanner mm-hmm. uh, I use the term loosely um, in the sort of like front cabin uh, mm-hmm. sort of the captain's cabin area and just is basically trying to gauge how much shit hit the fan <laughs> mm-hmm. as it were um, yeah and is it's doing that thing where you busy yourself with something you know is important so you don't have to deal with other stuff. She's mm-hmm. com- uh, They're comp- compartmentalizing and just like, I need to do this. Because uh, mm-hmm. one of my downtime actions is going to be to reduce heat. So. Uh, I'm, unfortunately, you're going to have a hard time compartmentalizing things here in a moment. Uh, Wicked. Can't wait. Yeah. So Appreciate I think you. Dante comes in. He's dressed in warm clothes. He's been so cold for a long time now. Um, he could not shake the level of cold that he was previously. Um, well, it's not like out at sea and, you know, out of Boston Harbor in January isn't, you know. Also very cold, but he was, he walked through uh, water that was in the, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in, in near the North Pole. So he was happy to do it, but <laughs> he wants to be warm right now. Um, so fresh hoodie. Uh, out of the closet full of hoodies. And Dante comes into, like, the police scanner. It's just kind of the police scanner room, right? I, it's a specific room on the boat that we... It was where Kel was staying before they and Ariel got the apartment. Right. So there's, like, a like a bed set up in there and stuff. I don't know if anyone's using it now as a, as a place to sleep. Oh, I'm saying, uh, like, right now it's just Kel. Oh, yeah. Uh, fun visual. Kel is still wearing... Um, the hoodie and overalls that they were wearing. Uh, the And obviously uh, one sleeve is like totally gone. 
and has just got like a blanket or something up over uh, their shoulders because they haven't changed out of it yet. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, that whole arm got disintegrated. Yeah, I'm, aw- I'm aware of that. I was there. I know you know. I know you know. <laughs> I'm reminding the listeners in case they forgot. Um. I guess also in that case, Dante brings in an extra uh, black hoodie and, like, drapes it over Kel and is like, so what's the word? Unsurprisingly, an awful lot of shit has hit the farm. Oh, weird. I wonder why that happened. No, knows. And I just sort of, like, flick to another frequency. Uh, to like listen on another channel sort of like um, if you're down with it August I feel like maybe um, when they meant if Adrian mentioned the the system that he was on for a little bit uh, Kel sort of like because they're an engineer with a specialization in communications just sort of like is using that as well as the passive scanner just sort of like clicking between things like you try to dial into a radio station so yeah Adrian definitely would have shared that cool i think dante's like he's cagey for like a second and then he's like yeah they're not looking at yeah. him they're very much like face forward can i talk to one you? headphone yeah. back so he, they can hear him yeah can i talk to you about something i mean you kind of already are still okay. not looking can i talk to you about like uh, i guess can i be real honest with you for like a, a sec. Pulls the headphones off, turns, and doesn't quite look at him, but he has... You have my attention. Okay. They don't uh, say that, I say that. Yeah. I think Dante sits down on the bed and is like... I really... I think I made the, a bad call back there. Which one? I probably... I had the... I had the opportunity to kill Visser 1. To cut the head off the snake. Throw a wrench into their whole operation. And buy us that much more time until somebody else comes. And I didn't do that. I feel terrible that I was that willing to kill Ariel's brother, and I feel terrible that I didn't do it. And I didn't do it because you were there. Because you came through hurt with that kid. That was my main goal. It's getting you out of there then. And this mission, beating the Yurks, freeing us, was the most important thing to me. And that's not true anymore. But I don't regret it. I don't feel bad about it. It's just weird. 
because I didn't expect to be like that. So you feel like you made the wrong call, but you don't regret it. I'm, I'm trying to understand. I'm not, not, and they look a little bit lost and flaily as they're trying to like piece together the implications of what he's saying. Right. Yeah. I guess so. It's just weird. To. Weird for you or weird generally? Weird for me, I think. I use. It's interesting and new for me to be more. Concerned with somebody else than concerned with being angry. I think that's a good thing. It probably is. Are you okay? Yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> Trust me. I like kind of gestures to your arm. I know that's weird to feel. No, I, yeah. One more thing that you and I have in common, I guess. <laughs> Two peas in a pod, us. <laughs> now we got that kid. We're like a whole little family now. Dante says with like a smirk, knowing that, yeah, th- these are not the two people you picked to raise the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could do that. I, I don't think I would do anything different. You know? I don't think I would either. I just feel bad because I feel like I should have. I don't want to, I don't know who to say these things to except for maybe Benny. But it, I could have as well. I am, um, I, I, I couldn't because it's Ariel's brother. Like, there are photos of him in our apartment, you know, and just the way they talk about him. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's just because I'm a coward. I, I don't know. But. I think Dante, like, puts his hand like lightly on the arm that isn't here and wasn't mm. earlier mm. and is like I think you're anything but a coward I I acquired Malachi as a morph it's gonna make Thanksgiving me- weird <laughs> I think that laugh is also in character <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> I just, I needed a a second to think and it was so I could stun him. Yeah. He's seen my face. I know they know who I am. But now it's sort of like, there's no denying it now that I'm one of the Andalite bandits or connected to them. Maybe it'll be useful. I don't know, except for the part where I can't lie for shit. And I really don't want Ariel to know that I've got it. Well, 
you can get rid of it if you want to. I don't. I don't. My first instinct says it's maybe a valuable tool to have the face of the leader of the enemy. That's what I thought. It's a weird face to have. Yeah. Um, we'll cross the bridge when it comes to it, for right now. Okay. But we'll deal with the other stuff, too. Okay. Like- Squeeze your hand. <laughs> I really love you, you know. I think Dante squeezes his hand back, their hand back, and is like, "I love you too." And so I'm updating my bonds. Uh, this is all just to preface that I updated my bond. Uh, <laughs> third bond oh, with Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I have three I have so many bonds with everybody now. Um <laughs> but update my bonds. So now my bonds are it's not often that people outdo me, but it's nice. Uh and then here I thought I had nothing to lose. Uh and then the last one is the most important thing uh to me was the mission, and now that's Kel. <laughs> <laughs> Rip Jade, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just today, in general. This is that scene from Always Sunny where, like, they beat up the kids, <laughs> except all the kids are just Jade's emotions. It's just me, it's just me and Mac. Just <laughs> yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to get over there, Brian, and I will beat you up in person. That's probably fair. Okay, as long as you understand, I've given you fair warning. I'm horribly out of shape, so you'll probably be fine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Benny. What you doing? Uh, You show the arn to their... Uh, sell. Do they put up any resistance? Uh, I think when you like open the freezer door, they kind of like pause. And um, real uh, quick, you you said we were using he him for yes, thank you. Cloth. Um. He looks at you uh, as he pauses at the freezer door um, and then kind of sighs and he goes in. He's like, yeah, fair enough, I guess. (laughs) We're like away from one captor and now with another. This is just precautionary capture. Mm hmm. No, I, Danielle, knew that. (laughs) Huh. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> See you in a few hours. Let me know if you need anything. And then shuts the door. 
We're the best hosts. <laughs> 